0: Welcome to the Valkyrie Garage! This is a celebration of women discovering and living in their strength. Our first guest ever in the garage is Clanae Cameron. She is a power lifter. She is a coach. She's a strong woman. She's a hashtag strong woman. Uh, She's a phenomenon. I was first introduced to Clanae when I saw her on Instagram deadlifting 400 pounds at the Girl Conference a uh, Girl Live, it was called, last year in Vegas. She's wearing jeans and Converse. She's just busting out 400-pound deadlifts in a conference room. No big deal. Then she breezes into the gym where I'm training strongmen, and it turns out she's an incredibly accomplished athlete and coach, basically a goddess walking around on Earth. And she was super sweet to all of us Earthlings. She really brings her full self to her public profile. She shows her strength, her values sexiness and also her vulnerability and her failures. She shows up powerfully as a black woman in spaces that have traditionally been dominated by bros with beards. And when I see her going for it, it really ignites me to want to go for it, too. So I want you all to meet Clunet. Here we go. Hello. Hey, there
1: she is. Hey. <laughs> Thanks
0: so much for coming on, Clinet. How are no you? No problem.
1: I'm good and yourself?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm so excited to have you as my very, very first podcast guest. <laughs> Thank so, you. I'm
1: glad to be
0: here. Yes. And I was first introduced to you when you walked into the gym where I was training, grassroots CrossFit, and you were like <laughs> the loveliest person ever. Um, <laughs> but I had actually seen you before that on Instagram deadlifting like a million pounds at Girl Live in Las Vegas
1: whoa I didn't know that yes
0: and I was like oh my gosh I was <laughs> I was like kind of shy to say anything because I was like I don't know I just felt like a fangirl and super awkward um oh, but I couldn't believe how kind and generous to like a brand new lifter like me you were just coming in there as this like goddess of strength um <laughs> and then since then I've become like a not, no longer a stalker fangirl I'm just like an outright fangirl <laughs> And I love how you just bring your full self to your public profile, to how you train, to how you compete and how you also like to show your vulnerability and your, your failures. Um, so when I see you going for it, it just ignites something in me and I want everybody to, to know about you. So thanks for coming on.
1: Yeah, no problem. I had no idea. That's how you first saw, I had no clue. That's actually a shock. (laughs) Um, it, so just so you know, that wasn't planned. that They actually forced me to lift. <laughs> That's why I was in jeans and a t-shirt, because I was not planning on lifting anything or doing anything. I just wanted to be, you know, somebody just looking and watching. And uh, my friend Inky, who I who uh, was my teammate and everything like that, um, she's like, Glenay, you're going to lift. And then there was like all kinds of other people like making me Um, Not making me, I mean, I made a decision, but they, like, encouraged me to participate. Um, And so that's how that went.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. And the pictures out there are phenomenal of you just lifting, I don't even know how much that weight was, but in Congress of Jeans
1: yeah no it was a it was 400 pounds it was what? like it wasn't sanctioned yeah it wasn't sanctioned I wasn't planning for it I didn't have a lifting belt I didn't bring any of my stuff so I had so I wouldn't be tempted to do anything and wow. so, yeah <laughs> and so um, that was a very interesting uh, time it was it was I was glad that I I was glad that I like took on the challenge. So to say the least. This is
0: why you're a legend. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so <laughs> what is your origin story? How did you become this phenomenon that you are?
1: I'm not a phenomenon. I'm just I'm just who I am. I um so my origin story is basically, you know, I grew up in Rialto, California. Um, and everything, huh? What? I grew up in uh, Rialto. Sorry, I'm with my mom right now. Um, and um, went to... Uh, it was just like... It was very different. Like, when people look at um, me now versus um, versus um, how things were in the past, um, it's a very different lifestyle, to say the least. And so um, my um, mom was um, as a single mom um, had a background with um, drug and alcohol addiction uh, blah 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 and so it was very um, different um, growing up and there was also a lot of um, gang violence and drugs and all that stuff so it was um, it was an interesting time um, and there was also a significant difference in like the the difference in age, sorry, significant age gap with my siblings. So they were out living their lives, doing their thing and um, trying to figure out their own lives. And I was just sitting there just observing, you know, like, okay, you know, this is not, you know, this is where I went lives, blah, blah, blah. But in short, I had struggled from uh, childhood obesity um, and I was teased about it a lot. There was a lot of um, issues with that growing up, trying to figure out how to combat that because I was being told a lot about my childhood obesity, but was never told how to fix it or change it. Wow. Um, And so um, as a result, I ended up like participating in sports or participating in like trying to walk more, not getting rides from my mom as much starting in eighth grade. And then I started doing softball and then track and field. And then in high school, I went full on. And so I was 230, 240 pounds at 12 years old. (laughs) Wow. And uh, yeah. And then um, when I got into high school, I participated in three sports all throughout high school and like pushed myself to um, to lose the weight and also try to be one of the best athletes in each of the sports. Um and so I went from two four two thirty two forty to one eighty. Um, and I was a solid one eighty all throughout high school. Wow! And then was one of the top uh, track athletes. I was a thrower, and everything like that. Undefeated and discus and shot put. Um, became the captain of the team. Um, played basketball all four years varsity. Four years varsity of um, in high school. In uh, in uh track as well did two years of volleyball and so just stayed active and then also started asking questions of the people that looked healthy (laughs) Ah, yeah Um, as far as like you know what kind of food I should eat and blah 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 so anyway that was the start of um of where I'm at now um but then when I went into college, it was a different story. Everything basically reversed. Yes. <laughs> so just to let you know that I'm human, <laughs> um, everything reversed. I I wasn't, it went from doing all that to, to nothing uh, for about six months and then um, got back into track and field for a couple years. And um, fast forward, you know, uh, after college, uh, I was about three years in, uh, about three or four years later. And it had been six years since I've competed as an athlete. And so um, someone uh, introduced me to Strongman. It was actually Tommy. He introduced me to Strongman and challenged me to, to compete. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I always was fascinated with it. But um, yeah, so that was the start of where I'm at now. Wow. That is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> So
0: what do you think has been the major obstacles you've had to overcome to get to where you are now?
1: Um, The major obstacles uh, were definitely um, things that had to do with, um, you know, family, um, you know, just not, um, a lot of people would think that I was like well off, but I really wasn't. It was actually the the total opposite. Um, And... mm, You know, I I didn't really have much um, guidance or understanding or perception of like what to do or what was the next thing to do or the proper thing to do um, as a growing adult, you know. And so my the only thing that I could think about was I need to leave where I'm at. You know, I had to leave my environment and that was in Rialto because I felt like I wasn't going to grow or develop as a person had I stayed there. Wow. You know, um, and this is me thinking that at 16, 17 years old. Um, and so that was a big obstacle. Uh, when I applied to Cal, I only applied to four colleges. <laughs> a lot of people thought that I was stupid, <laughs> wow. but I had no clue. I was like, I'm going to Berkeley. I'm going to UC Berkeley. I was just like, this is where I'm going. And uh awesome. <laughs> you know, when I got denied to UCLA, they thought I wasn't going to get admitted to Berkeley. So that was the last school that, um, that sent out the acceptance letter. So I moved to UC Berkeley, um, moved to uh, the Bay Area in 2009. um, And that was a huge adjustment. I think I learned more um, about myself and life, um, experience in life than I did in college. Like, yeah, I got the background and everything for sociology. And I think that kind of helped me hone in on understanding how society and the world works. But um, life, definitely life's experiences have taught me a lot about myself and other people I engage with. So that was, yeah. That's huge. So
0: what's kind of the next frontier for you? Like what's the big challenge you're working on right now?
1: Um, A big challenge is um, trying to revamp with clientele. So Last year um I was working in tech. I was in tech sales and I ended up um leaving because I <laughs> gained uh, like twenty-five pounds and was not training whatsoever.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um and so actually the year before last. And so um I decided to leave that company and um start uh personal training because I was like putting it off for years and not really, you know, confident at the time, like, oh, I don't want to call myself a personal trainer because I'm not fit. This is what we talked about the other day. I'm not in the best shape or, you know, and this, that, and the other. And it's just like, no, really, it's all about getting strong. Like, what are your goals? You know, my goals yeah. is to get strong and, and to encourage people to be strong um, and not worry about the scale. And so uh the current thing that i'm trying to do right now is um i'm working at sps gym as a coach um right now and then also trying to expo- expand um and revamp a new um a new uh demographic of clientele who are more adamant about strength and building strength as opposed to looking the part i can help with that for sure uh-huh. but um that's the primary focus is building strength within the mind and within the body. Um, And um, so I just finished my logo, finally bit the bullet and got that done. Um, And uh, also personal goal is to compete back in Strongman in in the summer, start training for that in the summer. Um, And then also launch, um, start launching, you know, either a a fundraiser of some sort or something. I'll be collaborating with someone um, for TechFit Creative which is uh, a company that helps, that's going to help um, underprivileged youth um, in, interested in sports um, through like um, something like a, a Big Brother program um, or Big Brother Big Sister program to help them get exposed to uh, different industries in the Bay Area.
0: Amazing! So you're just yeah, a little yeah. bit busy.
1: just (laughs) just a
0: couple small projects going on yeah yeah (laughs) so I'm curious do you see clients um who are kind of intimidated by the idea of getting strong and like how do you help a client who in particular I'm thinking about women who are maybe intimidated about like getting under some big weight um or even just about getting strong like Mm -hmm. what advice do you give women like that
1: Um, I tell them not to worry so much about um, the person next to you or the people that you've seen on social media. That took years for them to get to that point. Um, And so, you know, sometimes I would get to that, would think that as well, like, oh, I I can't, I'm not going to be like that. I can't be that, do that. And it doesn't matter what, um, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter about the other person. It matters about what your goals are. Um, And so... Once you get past that and stop comparing yourself to other people, which is hard, especially in this today's society, um, you 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 have to focus on like, okay, I'm just going to start with these dumbbells and then I'll push myself to do this or that, you know, to the barbell. I work up to the barbell and there have been people who are just genuinely afraid of standing under a barbell. Um, and now they're able to, you know, squat with a hundred like 135 pounds on their back or something like that. And that's a huge step from a 10 pound dumbbell lunge <laughs> yep. to a barbell, you know, and just kind of building the confidence. You have the knowledge, you have the experience, you're not going to get bulky. Um, like it's, it's just ultimately, you know, just being confident in what, what you want to do with yourself.
0: Yeah. That's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's kind of your why? Like, what do you, why, what gets you fired up to so get up and train every day? What's kind of the motivation behind all of it that keeps you going and keeps you wanting to pay it forward? What is that for you?
1: Uh, well, uh, first and foremost, my why is, is my mom, for sure. I think, like, had I not seen all of the things and obstacles that she's overcome, um, I wouldn't be the woman that I am today. Um, and so um through good and bad the uh, that is she's like the ultimate um reason because she's also been like one of my my she's been my biggest cheerleader and biggest advocate, and I said you know, I'm proud of you no matter what you do um and also like she's strong. Like I yeah, she may look like this little frail woman, but like if she gets mad or something like that, I'm like, oh, you are actually very strong. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not gonna mess with you when you're mad. Um, but <laughs> um just seeing those things and just like um just the the natural abilities and then um also there is a huge um um, issue with chronic illness in my family um and in black families in general and and uh, i've been seeing that a lot and i i was and i was gonna be one of those people you know what i mean yeah um and so i was borderline diabetic as well so i was like okay i need to um reverse this and and break the cycle you know and so um it ended up spiraling into me inspiring a lot of a lot of people outside of my family, my family reaches out to me, and um, people from all walks of life, you know, reach out, and so that started turning into, oh wow, I'm I'm actually, you know, encouraging people um, outside of my my scope, outside of yeah. where I'm at, you know, and so um, I just continue to be be who I am. That's that's my goal is just to continue being who I am, being um, being authentic and what's good, what's bad, what's, you know, what's, you know, good days, bad days. Like um, that's my way yeah. and just continuing to be my most authentic self and sharing the um, not so perfect moments um, when it happens. Yeah.
0: I love mm-hmm. how you do that. So <laughs> what do you, when you fall down, cause I'm, I know that you do and you're so vulnerable and authentic about that part of your journey, but like, how do you get back up again?
1: How do I get back up? Um, I do a lot of reflection. I take a lot of time to reflect um, on what um, is going on in my life and what is, uh, what, where the shift went, you know? I think a lot of people um, try to, you know, push that to the back burner or don't think about it. And that's where a lot of people fail, um, is that they don't reflect on what, where the shift went um and and try to nip that in the bud like okay i can't do that again you know what i mean um and so i yeah i've fallen i've fallen off for months i've you know i i've mentioned it a couple times a couple different instances already but um what helps me get that is get to that is reflection and and constantly seeking um mentorship um to from people who are where i want to be or who are um who are positive um, influences in my life? Um, I think that helps a, a great deal. And then also seeking people, seeking people who aren't going to sugarcoat shit,
0: mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm. because um, I think a lot of people like find comfort in in lies rather than the truth. You know. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so like I reach out to people. I'm like, I know you're going to give me the real. So please tell me what you where you think I'm fucking up at. Um, and they'll tell me and i'll be like okay all right so let me figure out how to get get out of this hump and uh move forward because you know um i i the last thing i want to do is disappoint people but i don't want people to think that my life is perfect either
0: yeah that takes a lot of courage Mm -hmm. who are some of the mentors who've shown up for you and how did you get how did you connect
1: with them Um, just a simple conversation, you know, um, I have a a wide range of people that I seek mentorship in different ways from, uh, Mike from, uh, from SPS is, is definitely a new one, but I love the fact that he is open and honest about what the potential he sees. Um, Kim, my coach, um, you know, we started working together last year and like, uh, became really close close really quickly and I'm like really grateful for her because you know I'm like I know you're my coach and everything but I want to ask you a question (laughs) you know um and so uh Kim for sure um I have a couple friends Inky will tell me the real um she's a power lifter as well and everything like that and we've been we've been friends for four years now um and um yeah a couple people like that so I try to keep and surround myself around people who are constantly thriving. Where, and I know they're going through shit. I know, they're, you know they have their own obstacles that they're facing, but they continue to push and keep moving forward and not like let that drag them down. So I think that that holds me accountable um, as well. And Oscar is a big one as well, too.
0: Wow. That's yeah. awesome. So mm-hmm. what is in your training bag? And or what's in your competition bag? Like, what do you bring with you to the gym or to competition to just have everything you need? And what are your secret
1: weapons in there? My secret weapons. Well, I, um, I don't have a training bag, right? I'm trying to, you know, save, uh, I, I actually lost a lot last year. Uh, My car got broken into, but, uh, last year, um, they stole my training bag, (laughs) But what was in it <laughs> was um, a weightlifting belt. It was a lever belt um, that I bought on Amazon. I'm going to, uh, within the next month or so, I'm going to level up to an SBD belt, nice. um, which is really good. That's like 13 millimeter. Those are the, one of the best um, high quality belts. Um, I have my lifting straps. I have some natural remedies. I carry like little things in my backpack now. <laughs> um, I have... Um, wait what yes. kind of
0: natural remedies is this like a I tell me more tell me more is this like a cbd okay. roller or like what is this
1: no 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 so what i use is um so i i this is not outside of my bag uh-huh. this is actually something that i do that's in my training cycle that i incorporate um and i think it's very important for training and if you're competing is um i go to acupuncture at least once a week
0: Ooh. um
1: yeah so not a training bag thing but definitely an important thing um <laughs> I go to acupuncture at least once a week um, to kind of work out the kinks and like the pains and even help with stress. Um, and that's like a really integral thing that I feel um, has worked for my training cycles and for competition because it's a good um, natural way to help with recovery um, and everything like that. So that's like a um, something I have to keep in because I did. There was an instance where I went like six to eight months without acupuncture. And I felt a significant difference in my training. Wow like I was always tight always like aching and in pain and all that stuff back to the natural stuff um so I went back I was like oh that's missing um uh so uh there is uh cortisone from uh, uh Ron Elkham he's an acupuncturist in um El Cerrito uh-huh. I've been going to him for a couple of years so he recommended cortisone which is like um uh, it's like cordyceps, which is a natural um herb, yes Um, that I take, I take one tablet like right before my workout or a couple hours before my workout, and it helps with like um with your cortisol levels and everything like that. Kind of just getting your um, energy um boosted up a little bit. It's almost like a natural pre-workout. Wow. But, yeah, and so um that's been a, a thing that I use too. Um, and so, yeah, so those were the two things that were missing from well, one training cycle I was trying to come back into, and I felt a significant difference. Wow. It is, yeah, so all about natural stuff, all about um um holistic stuff, um but back to the bag, um wrist straps, um tacky, uh um what else knee knee straps uh-huh. um headphones
0: headphones uh, okay so what is <laughs> now what's in the headphones like what's your what's your workout like what's on your workout playlist and what's on your PR playlist like if you're like it's PR time what's the track
1: I, um it varies I think PRs um depend on like what's playing on the big on the big station I mean yeah. Um, yeah. the big radio but um don't judge me but on my headphones I listen to a lot of R&B and love music um <laughs> interesting yeah it depends on the mood it depends on the mu- mood but like i'm a simp um and so <laughs> so and i'm not in a relationship so anyway um that's neither here nor there but like i love that stuff it relaxes me because i feel like training is very hard and stressful and, <laughs> and so i gotta listen to something that's gonna relax my mind while i'm like going through this strenuous deadlift or workout i love it um uh, yeah so it depends on my mood but it it varies sometimes I listen to Drake or art or you know hip-hop or rap or something like that but for the most part I'm listening to Whitney Houston or something
0: I love it (laughs) I love it yeah (laughs) awesome so where can folks find you on social or on the web what's the best way to get in touch with you
1: um, the best way to get in touch with me is um, I'm on um, Instagram. Clinay uh, is Living Proof. C L I N A Y I S L I V I N G P R O O F. Living Proof, um, or Living Proof Strength, which is the is going to be the the business um, the business account for um, clients, accepting clients. Um, and uh, I'm revamping my website. It's up, but I I need to. Um, fix a couple things before I put it back up. Well, Um,
0: so definitely your social is Clinae is living proof. And if if you're not following Cline, you are missing out on like one (laughs) of the cherries on the Sunday. That is life. So you need to follow (laughs) immediately. And Aaron, stop. What is so tell me like what what that means to you. Like what's the what's the story behind Clinae is living proof?
1: Um yeah, well I, I I touched on it a little bit. Like I said, I mean um, living proof um, it really it really correlates so my little phrase or slogan is I paraly- par- parallel parallel um, uh, strength and fitness to life in progress and so um, it's not necessarily I talked to someone about this a little bit and they're like well since your name is living proof you got to be on point all the time no I mean yeah that's cool and all but that's not what I'm getting at. I'm advocating for people to be um, sound and whole on the inside out, not necessarily like always looking good. There are people who always look good, but their head is not right. You know what I mean? And so that was what, you know, that's a, a, you know, the grand scheme of like what that symbolizes to me, Um, overcoming obstacles, overcoming, you know, the different um, challenges that we face face on a day-to-day basis. And so when I, you know, approach that that barbell or that stone, you know, um, I'm thinking about the struggles that I'm going through or have gone through, and I need to fight through this. If I can lift this 400 pound, you know, deadlift, I can overcome this obstacle that I'm going through in my life right now. And that, you know, because that's a choice. <laughs> you know, that's a choice that we make in spite of the troubles that we go through. And so um, that's what I correlate being living proof. Um, and, um, you know, and so that's a lot of people who know me personally know, like a lot of things that I've been through in the past and I'm currently going through. And so that's, that's what I advocate for. And what that represents is I'm, you know, in spite of the trials and tribulations, I still choose to be strong and, um, find strength in my vulnerability, um, and who I am.
0: Oh, well, thank you for that. And seeing you and your strength and your vulnerability and the beauty and confidence that you own all that with is a beacon. And it's a lighthouse. And it's an inspiration to all of us who see you out there. And it's an inspiration to me. It lifts me up. and makes me want to be more. So thank you. Oh, thank you. No problem. Thanks for being you. And thanks for coming on the podcast, Klinee.
1: No problem Aaron. I pre- I appreciate you. I'm like it's people like you that that like I said, you motivate me. I'm like I look forward like the the whole thing I told you about this is like just seeing this is what makes me continue doing what I'm doing because when I see, you know, your daughter cheering you on in competition and stuff like that, I'm like I love this. This is real. This is what it's all about. You know, and so thank you for even considering me. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks. I'll see you soon.
1: Okay. All right. Have a good day.
0: Bye. Bye. Wow. What an incredible story. So I'm going to run out and get some cordyceps now. You, if you're not following Kline is Living Proof at Clinet is Living Proof on Instagram. Are you even living? And if you're here in the Bay Area, make sure you seek out Kline for coaching at SPS Gym, Speed Power Strength Gym. See you next time.